podcast. Yes. Hello. Oh, Hello. hey, we're here. This thing is alive. What's up, people? Welcome to Creative Theory Podcast, the Thank show you. that brings you conversations with visual artists about how they got to where they got, what their day-to-day is like, what their struggles are, thoughts in the art world, um, goals, and a lot, a lot more. I know every time I say it's a special episode, but this is a special episode. Uh, yeah, I, I got nothing else to say. This is really going to be really- <laughs> Thanks, I, uh, thanks for having us on. Oh yeah, no worries. Yeah, I feel like I, w- I wish I had something uh, really smart to say, but I'm very excited every time I get uh, some incredible creatives in here. And, Aww, uh, and today is very special because we got two of the four founders of Artbreakers uh, Illustration Society here and studio um, among them. Uh, Grammy McCormick, Tim Mack, and in studio we got Laura Bifano and Tessa Rican. Yes, And um, if you're wondering what um, Artbreakers is, I mean, I'll give you a little uh, uh, a little sentence here, but we're going to get into it pretty deep. But Artbreakers Market is a showcase of individual professional artists where they sell their work and the event is free to attend. Second year is coming up uh, in September 22nd, 23rd, so it's right around the corner. Too fast. Oh, uh, God. <laughs> all, the, all the artists who are attending are listening to this right now. I'm freaking out. Um, yeah. Us included. And, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, yeah, and me as well, actually. So uh, if, we're, if we're sounding nervous, it's because we're thinking about all the art we're going to make yeah. <laughs> right after this. All right. So um, let me do a little intro. So Tessa Rican is a traditionally trained painter who currently works at Titmouse as a character designer. And she also does a lot of illustration during her free time. Yeah. And also this art breakers thing. And yeah, you know, a just a little thing. Because there's, <laughs> there's so much time. And <laughs> so much time. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Laura Bifano graduated from Alberta College of Art and Design in 2008, and she now splits her time between freelance, fine art, working on animated shows and feature films. Yeah, that is accurate. Uh, is that accurate? Yeah. Also, one thing <laughs> I want to mention is that uh, Laura has a art show coming up pretty soon at Kafka's. If you're in Vancouver, you got to check it out. It's September 13th, right? It's September 13th. It's cold, alters, and she's been teasing out a lot on Instagram, and yeah. it's looking beautiful. <laughs> uh, did I... How, how were those... I uh, know. I think you covered everything. Yeah. Are good? Okay, yeah. very accurate. Uh, well, thank you so much for uh, joining. I really appreciate it. Uh, one thing I'll say is that we got two amazing artists in the studio, so I think what we'll have to do is split our time between talking about your practices and your uh, personal pursuits with, uh, within the art world. But I think what we should start with is just get into art breakers and break it down. I didn't mean to say <laughs> that. <laughs> so um, I don't know which one of you wants to start, but uh, do you want to, is there a little history that you can tell us about? Oh, um, do you want me to start, Laura? Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, well, I'll kind of explain my, my take on why we started art breakers. I mean, you can fill in some blanks if I've missed any. Will do. Um, so Artbreakers is is basically the brainchild of uh, the four of us, like you mentioned, and we were kind of looking for our, uh, a way to create a, an illustrator society with our friends. And there are a lot of uh, kind of like arts and crafts markets, and there's the fan expo and the anime expos, and the f- you know all all of the that that great uh, convention scene, but. We didn't really feel like there was one where the illustrators would fit into. Mm-hmm. And uh, there were actually some of our friends who didn't get into a very um, <laughs> big one. You're not going to say <laughs> No, I won't say it. No. Uh, but we were I'll a little disappointed. <laughs> it <laughs> rhymes with schmamcap. Schmamcap. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we just kind of said, you know what? Let's just do our own 
illustrator's market. Yeah. Wait, how hard could thing. it be, right? Yeah, it's really hard. It turns but out it's very hard. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we, we kind of went forward with that conversation and talked more about it and then finally decided, well, no one else is going to do it. Why wait for someone to, to make it when we should just make it ourselves? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so like when we were originally um, conceiving of this, it was going to be like a pop-up shop with just like eight of us, and then it very quickly snowballed and turned into like its own uh, convention. So last year, I think we started off and we had how many? We 22 had, like, artists? Yeah, about 22 artists. 23, now. according to the oh, website. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> I did my homework. I did my homework. <laughs> and this year, I think we have uh, just a little over 40. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be... Right. It's going to be a good show. I think that's a really good sign, the fact that you're pretty much doubling up. And yeah. yeah. And as you mentioned, the first year I was there, it looked like a success. I don't know from your perspective, from the organizer perspective, how it was, but it seemed great. Yeah, for sure. It was it was awesome. We had a really good turnout. And people were like, oh, it's like all my favorite things from Schmamkov. But in one room. <laughs> Concentrated. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Tessa, when you're saying you're not seeing something like this, uh, an event like that, or that group represented and you decided to create your own. When you say that, do you mean Vancouver, Canada, or the world? Or um, specifically Vancouver. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I know that there are other conventions that, that cater to sort of our, our artist circle, uh, yeah. but I didn't really see one in Vancouver. Kind of mm-hmm. saw that there was a gap and an opening for that. And there's a lot of fine art galleries and fine art clubs here, but this city is full of people who work in the entertainment industry and animation and video games and we kind of wanted to bring them out of the studio. Mm-hmm. And if you don't really fit into the fan expo category or the anime category or the craft fair ca- yeah, category or the comics category, like where do you, where do you go? Yeah. yeah. Um, and you're not, you know, putting your art on a plinth in a fine art gallery. Let's, um, let's try and make something where people can come out and show their personal work. Cause we're in the industry here working for clients mm-hmm. and we often can't, talk about it or show the work that we do but we, i think we all have little side projects that we like to work on yeah, yeah. and the nature of um of industry work is that you often have to suppress your style or match it with uh with a house style mm-hmm. so i mean I, I think it's awesome to see people working on these like very well-known properties mm-hmm. kind of like let loose and do their own thing mm-hmm. so you end up uh yeah at work having to hide your own personality yeah for sure the uh, style of no style yeah i, w- I always say and i always find the most interesting work of artists is the personal work naturally mm-hmm. you know because yeah, that's yeah. that's the you get to see uh, see the true them and i i, I find it very <laughs> interesting that you're saying uh, would you, i guess illustrators you're not finding a home o- and a way to be represented in vancouver and it's i think as an artist in general i think you want to find your group and because uh, it can be lonely out there especially yeah, when you're just totally sitting at home and making work so uh, it's really cool that you did uh, start out on this epic and this epic has gone in second year. Yeah, <laughs> like I know for me, uh, starting off making this thing, it was like, isn't gonna sound awful, but it was, <laughs> it was like just about money. Um, How dare you say that? Uh, this can like the convention that we all used to do. Who we will not speak its name, uh, which is awesome, and we love. By we, the way, we love that. We love convention. it. It's freaking <laughs> yeah. great. Um, we, you know, it was a nice income bump for a lot mm-hmm. of us during the year, but when they changed their guidelines and didn't let in a super certain group of image makers anymore, we were like, okay, like, I mean, for me, I was like, I need this. Like, yeah. <laughs> so what else can we do? But it yeah. evolved into more of a community building thing. And I think bringing all these artists together and like seeing them get excited about it, I was like, 
oh shit, like yeah, community building. This I see the cool. I see the value in this now. This is great. This could be a really good movie plot about an artist who decided to make money <laughs> and turns out she found herself a community. Yeah, found some friends. Yeah. <laughs> That's really awesome and uh, uh, it's cool uh, that, that you mentioned that there's a lot of galleries and uh, I don't know if there's a lot but <laughs> in my group but the fact that you mentioned there's galleries but no place where pre- you were presented would you say art breakers is a an alternative to gallery shows for illustrators um i don't yeah it's not really a gallery it, it's kind of i guess the people who are involved in art breakers are are still artistic creative people but tend to work in the visual development or animation um as well as illustrators so mm-hmm. there's not really a, a setting for them to showcase so much mm-hmm And I think that's kind of what we wanted to do was to gather all of these people and, and uh, like Laura said, image makers and kind of give them a, a place to, to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, for people just looking to buy some art and support some artists, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be definitely a lower price point yes. than mm-hmm. most galleries. Um, so if you're not looking to drop $20,000 or $30,000 <laughs> on a painting, come to Art Breakers. Yeah, because it, it's still... <laughs> $30 print. <laughs> totally. But, but it is all fantastic work that um, oh my God, yes. goes unseen often. Yeah. yeah. You, you seem to draw an in- just top, top notch of a uh, top notch group of artists. It's the, an in- intimi- intimidating in a good way. Uh, yes. And inspiring. Being, yeah. Well, sure. Yeah. yeah. Being in that room last year and this year, uh, for those who are listening, if you want to check out the roster of artists, is just, uh, is it uh, artbreakers? Artbreakers.ca. Yes. .ca. Nice. Canadian. Canada. So yeah, check it out. Check out the list of art. It's just awesome. I'm really excited for that. And I did want to ask you how you ended up curating or choosing the artist. Oh, it was so God, hard. So hard. That was <laughs> the hardest. It was so part. hard. We're yeah. gonna cry. Oh, uh, <laughs> I mean, it. Uh, kind of to reiterate how we we started. It was our friends, mm-hmm. and and we wanted to kind of do an honor system of last year like whoever had a really great time and enjoyed it and wanted to come back again we're sort of grandfathered into this year yeah and then we also did an open call for artists and we got like a lot of applications yeah. that we had to go through on kind of ruthlessly and <laughs> it was really difficult and yeah it was hard because there were people that we would have totally let in but say maybe their style was like a little bit more similar to another artist that we had in mm. and so we're like okay well like we've got two artists that do this kind of like beautiful whimsical mm-hmm. children's book kind of naive style already like maybe we should include more like concept artists so mm-hmm. it was like kind of balancing out people's styles was a was a big challenge too because we want to have a, a lot of diversity in the market yeah. Yeah. yeah, and if you if you want to know like the kind of technical way that we did it was uh, we we all sort of kind of got to vote on on people. And it had to be unanimous. It had to be unanimous. We had to go in kind of as a jury and and, um, and if it wasn't unanimous, if it was like maybe three of us out of the four linked it, then we could kind of make a case for somebody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's what we ended up doing at the end when we just had too many people that we we linked. Wow. We sort of. Um, kind of had to yeah make a case for people had that we really don't need to be hat. there yeah yeah judge some art yes it's hard yeah. and it, well what i learned out of this is that unfortunately in your portfolios 
you're kind of judged by your worst piece. I know. They say that in, so to it's us true in school. What they say. It's true. <laughs> totally true. Yeah. 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 So I, it made me want to go back and like delete a lot of my stuff. I oh, made some mistakes. I did that oh, today. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I know what I'm doing when I go home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's unfortunate, but it is kind of true. So this is what happens so when you're looking at our work. Yeah. You, you saw something that was not as strong. It's like, oh, nope. Yeah. yeah. It, but unfortunately, it had to be that way when you're, you know, comparing mm. people who are really, really good and, and kind of on the same level. Uh, yeah, it'd be to. better, honestly, to have, like, two or three really strong pieces in your portfolio than, like, two or three really strong pieces and then, like, a weak one. Yeah, just, just take out the cut it, one. Cut it out. Well, let's stop this interview quickly and go <laughs> to <laughs> i got to adjust my website, everyone. Yeah, i got to get so on my laptop. Uh, and actually, that's interesting that you say that. So then what about... Um, social media and instagram where a lot of work in progress work happens oh does that does the same judgment occur there um i think we were a little bit more lenient when it came to like rough sketches on instagram Mm. but there were definitely some people that we let in because maybe their online portfolios weren't strong but like holy shit their instagram is up to date and it's amazing yeah totally because these days for a lot of artists instagram is the updated portfolio yeah it's so much easier to update Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. yeah and then like like people like put your emails on your websites like seriously seriously <laughs> don't you want anyone to talk to you yeah, make yourself <laughs> easy to contact please uh and uh, so when you're saying you were uh, selecting the artwork you mean uh, all four of you right so tim and mm-hmm. that's well. right. nice yeah. yeah yeah we uh went over to, to tim's house and he's got a big projector so we got to nice. just like have a did we have dinner yeah, we ordered yeah, pizza. Yeah, we ordered pizza. We yeah. had pizza. <laughs> Way so too much happy, pizza. So you were happy, right? Otherwise, yeah. you wouldn't be happy. Yeah, yeah. pizza and, and some, some drinks and then large projector and the final the final reviews. Did yeah. You, did you put any cool hats on? No. No, no cool hats. Maybe next time. Next, next yeah. time, yeah. <laughs> it makes you feel like a true decision maker <laughs> yeah. with, a, with a really fancy hat. Yeah, we got to get those little Shriner caps. I'll we'll get gavels and wigs for oh, judging. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. And then, well, I was going to say, maybe you could film it, but maybe not, because some artists are going to get oh hurt, God, and we're not, no. not going to do that. No. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, as far as uh, marketing and bringing people into something like this, uh, in this kind of event, uh, you know, I understand that to us being in, the, I guess you could call us the animation crowd, and, uh, yeah, all, yeah. All, mm-hmm. all three of us work in animation, uh, a lot of our friends and coworkers would be very much interested in it, but... As I understand, just like with any art, you know, even for a gallery, I think your goal is to try to uh, expand the uh, expand your event to the general public mm-hmm. and not just artists, because I think uh, not just uh, as a way to build community, but also just bring in more people to purchase work. Yeah. Um, I guess I just want to ask if you're, uh, w- what are your thoughts or w- if you're trying to connect somehow with the general public, not just the artist crowd? Oh, yeah. I mean, um, when we would show at the um, other convention, a lot of the illustrators had a, a really positive reception for their work. Uh, so we, we, kn- we kind of knew the demand was there from the outset. Um, I mean, people people really love this stuff. Like, they love just coming out and meeting artists face-to-face oh, yeah. and, like, having a little interaction and, like, uh, hearing about their work. Uh, it's... I don't know, it's rad. And like just to have a, a venue where they can support them directly too is mm-hmm. I think is really great. Uh, you can look up on that print on your wall and be like, that's the time I got to talk to Tessa. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. 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 yeah Glorious and day. This year we're <laughs> we're trying to of course get we've moved locations. We were at um, yeah. we did our first show at Creekside and then this year we'll be at the Heritage Hall. So we're not really sure uh, the foot traffic we're kind of hoping that that's going to yeah, bring yeah. a lot of people through the doors mm-hmm. and it's also getting artists to reach out to their social media networks Mm -hmm. um i mean we've got 
we do lots of printing too. We do flyers and handbills, and we've been going to like snag events and yeah. mural fest and throwing oh, those yeah. out all over. And yeah, we got some posters in yeah. circulation right now. Do a lot although. of postering, and and it's just kind of word of mouth too. Um, and a lot of people last year just came off the seawall, and, and cool. who didn't know what was happening? It was like yeah. this is amazing. Yeah, and they bought stuff. Yeah, like <laughs> Kyle Kyle Scott, he sold a ton Shout of his work. Shout out to Kyle Scott. Yeah. Shout out to Kyle Scott. Hi, yeah. Hi Kyle. I think he was he was baffled. <laughs> he, was like, he didn't expect that it would, you know, turn out this way. But uh, none of us are surprised though, right? <laughs> yeah. Except yeah. for Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it, yeah. it's a kind of. It will grow, I'm hoping, naturally, mm-hmm. year by mm-hmm. year, word, as word gets around that this is a high-caliber event and mm-hmm. um, more and more people tell their friends and put their stuff up and get asked where they find that mm-hmm. and then, you know, uh, come to the next one with C- five more people. Oh, yeah, because it is very satisfying when it's pe- people who never knew about it who come in. I think it, the way I feel yeah, about this podcast is when someone talks to me and... I don't know. I know don't know these people, so it's not just like a friend listening, which I appreciate a lot. But it's really cool when, yeah, someone you don't know check it. It just it, you feel special, and you you're talking about that natural growth. It's cool that it, when it gets out there, and, and I guess you know, it has some sort of life on its own. Yeah, def- yeah. definitely. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of neat, like just seeing this thing that was once this like vague amorphous <laughs> idea just become like its own breathing, living thing. Yeah. yeah it's really it's great and and because you know we work in studios too we're surrounded by people who respect the craft and are really interested in developing their their skills more like atomic mm-hmm. put some posters up people from the studio are going to nice. come by nice. yeah you know, same with titmouse or, or dhx or wherever we'll right? gotta do it and if you're listening can they can they find you and take some posters from you or something like that oh can they do that? god of course yeah. yeah come by my studio um careful this week and <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll get you some posters. Just, uh, yeah, yeah well, uh, if you want to send the message here to Laura and yeah, figure out. But, yeah, it would be awesome if you just keep spreading the word. Yeah, if yeah. you work at an office and want to throw it up of the, you know, water tank or what is it called? It's cooler? The water, the water cooler. The water cooler. <laughs> Look at all your the art crowd. <laughs> where Look all the hot art. gossip yeah. happens. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's our idea of what an office is like. Um, I don't know. Water cooler. Yeah. Is that what it's like? Gather um. around the water trough, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> a, lot, a lot of people are probably going to hate us. But I wonder if that was like, I don't even think about it. What's an equivalent of a water cooler in an animation studio? A water tap. cooler. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what were you going to say? <laughs> the beer tap. The beer tap, yeah. If you have one. Yeah. I know those lucky ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very good. On Main Street, you're going to get a lot of people with craft beers walking in. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, it's going to be good. Oh, well, we got to yeah, get our liquor really. license. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so much to do. I don't know. No, so I don't know. Can God, we? don't ask us no, about I, that. You know, I think we talked about this, and we d- kind of decided against it because we don't want people putting down, like, beers on oh, their prints prints. or yeah. leaving rings on anything. Oh, people are going to yeah. be spilling beers all over the place. Yeah. Oh, God, well, we, did, yeah. we did talk about having an espresso machine come in, too. But we've, we're so tight on space. Yeah, it's it's just going to be packed with art, and we're kind of okay with that. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. how it's got to be. Yeah. And it's a beautiful location. If, yeah. uh, if you've never been to... Heritage Hall, right on mm-hmm. Main Street. It's, it looks really cool from the outside. Uh, it's uh, funny enough right now. I'm doing a, designing a mural for, for a building around Main Street, and they're asking me to tie it to Main Street history. And that building has been there for a while. It's yeah. cool to see yeah. these vintage photos where everything else is different around it, but the Heritage Hall is yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. It was City Hall at one point, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, I think so. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah, and I think uh, right now Mount Pleasant BAA, I think they're still there on top on like uh, on the top floors of that building. Mm. It's really cool. Uh, so, very nice. Uh, well, uh, good choice. <laughs> good, good snag. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, um, let's see. Uh, have you uh, and you mentioned a couple of events you've been to, but 
uh, is there similar events that come to mind that uh, left a really good impression on you that you're if you know uh, when you're building art breakers you're kind of thinking having in mind as a not as a goal but something like, uh, that had some really good standards in it there was this convention in Portland at, at one point um, called Linework Northwest. Mm-hmm. R.I.P. Linework. Uh, oh, really? It's dead. Yeah, they. Uh, although I think a lot of the um, the creators got really busy and successful <laughs> with comic works. Like God bless them, and had kids. Um, <laughs> so it's uh, it's on hi- hiatus for now. But that was an amazing convention. Uh, it was like a perfect size. It was small, but not too small. Um, they had it sort of in a similar venue to Heritage Hall. It was it was in like a Ukrainian cultural center or something. Nice. And it was just really fun. Like, I don't know, the vibe of it was just so relaxed. And uh, our, I, the, the lineup of artists was stellar. Uh, they had karaoke and pizza, so that <laughs> you know that was pretty cool too. <laughs> but can you? This, I was going to ask: Is can you pinpoint what made it special? And is that? The karaoke and pizza. They just really, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're not going to have simple. karaoke and it's pizza. Simple. I'll bring my own little machine. But they really seem to care about their artists. Um, they would make sure that volunteers came by the table like once every few hours and just be like, hey, how you doing? You need a break? You need anything? Mm-hmm. I love that. VanCap did that too. Yeah. Um, so, as, yeah, as an artist, they just really made you feel special. I think at one point, one of them actually brought me pizza. Uh I don't know. I just yeah, had that's real above and beyond. Yeah, I had real fond yeah, memories of that's that. Great. Those we're, are great. Goers. We're not. I'm sorry, art breakers artists. <laughs> we're not going to bring you guys pizza. Oh, but we will have fantastic volunteers. We like will last have year. Fan- yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, if you're listening, bring some pizza, please. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Make Laura's day. You gotta do. Yeah. <laughs> no greasy fingers. <laughs> bring me pizza. <laughs> yeah. And the day will be made. Uh, what about you, Tessa? Um, I, VanCaf has been my favorite yeah? convention for a long, long time. I haven't done too many. Mm-hmm. Um, I started sort of doing the the fan expo anime circuit, and then got into VanCaf. Not I applied, not expecting to get in, and I it for you know three years has been my favorite convention to attend and. Uh, the community is really nice and yeah yeah the volunteers are fantastic and it, it feels really comfortable in the location that it is um, and it and it's a chance for personal work to be shown mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's pretty amazing to yeah get to shake some hands of, of people who you look up to and the van calf crowd is so stoked too like they're <laughs> everybody that comes to your table is just like happy and yeah. excited yeah. to meet you yeah. <laughs> and if we can kind of like harness a fraction of of that i think yeah. that we're doing pretty good yeah, yeah. if you like van calf come to art breakers <laughs> <laughs> that's got to be so cool uh because in the studio you know, you're in a studio by yourself you know most of the time i guess most of the time of the year and then yeah. That, that's a really special part when you get to see immediate feedback about mm-hmm. your artwork mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. Uh, I, I really appreciate a lot and that's part of the reason I think why I like doing art shows because I think it's a way of just showcasing like look what I've look what I've been up to yeah. in case you were wondering yeah. why I don't show up to any gatherings yeah. or hanging out <laughs> this is what I've been doing, yeah. <laughs> doing. but, but it, it, it is really cool and as artists I think we doubt ourselves a lot so this kind of events when you realize that people actually dig what you do it makes yeah. it yeah, it's it? like validation yeah. from the imposter sure. syndrome. We do need it. Uh, it's it's yeah. not a myth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think we all kind of get that Im- imposter syndrome for a while. And that's yeah, the interesting, fascinating bit is that you listen to artists who are you know, like incredibly experienced, 30, 40 years of doing it, and it's still the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it never well, goes away. It's kind of like, uh, I imagine that if you don't have that feeling every once in a while, uh, then you're kind of peaked and you're done. Mm-hmm. You know, but it, at least when you have that, it, it for me at least helps 
encourage me to do more studies and figure out some more color theory and look at the work that I really admire and deconstruct it. Because that imposter syndrome is kind of you telling yourself that there's still room for you to grow, maybe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know, positive spin on it. I always heard it was like your your eye catching up with your, like, abilities Mm -hmm. and surpassing it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Does it surpass it? I guess it always does. Oh, Wait, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, when yeah. you're just like, I'm crap. But oh, it's not like, the other way really, around. you're yeah. not. You're yeah. making better work than you were five years ago. It's just like, you can kind of see, you can see a little bit beyond yeah. like the next peak. You're reaching yeah. for it. Yeah. But and you'll get there. You're not there yet. Yeah, but yet. you will. But yeah, you'll get there. I always, I always like to have this conversation about such topics specifically because I think it's also, even though you talk about it so much, the the notions and the feelings are always going to be there. That, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's when you're looking at someone else's work, you're like, damn it. Gotta gotta get back to practice. Yeah. What what else? What else can you do? Yeah. Tessa, I think I met you. I wonder if I met you the first year you got into. Bank. I'm trying to remember. Yeah, Just I remember maybe. you you telling me how you like you're nervous because you had to get a lot of work done. Because was it last minute or no? Uh, oh, I'm no. always last minute. Oh, okay, oh. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I just remember <laughs> talking to you about it. I think the first time I met you, I haven't seen your work, but you're talking like, yeah, I'm just trying to get these comic books in. And I, yeah. I don't know if you're, I don't remember if you're saying like, oh, I don't really do that many comic books, but no, I got it. No, yeah. <laughs> well, last year I did uh, a short little okay. little comic and yeah. it was down. I, I did it in three months. Very Dang, nice. girl. Nice. And it was a learning experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will give myself more time next time. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a very simple yeah. little kids, kids comic. And that was actually to ensure that I would get into VanCaf to have Oh, that. that's what it was. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Did you enjoy the deadlines, though? I mean, I got to work on it while I was in Hawaii, so it wasn't <laughs> so bad. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Were you in Hawaii for three months? No. Oh, I wish. Yeah, well, that'd be how nice would that be? That'd be so great. Yeah. No, I just went for I think it, I think it was eleven days, okay. and I had some some lining to do. <sighs> nice. Yeah. Now I'm thinking about going to Hawaii and making art. Some people, hey, some people freelance and and travel. Yeah. You know. But is it as easy yeah. as it sounds? I don't. I don't know. I I think you have to be the right kind of... (laughs) The uh, right kind of amazing. The right kind of amazing (laughs) and the right kind of work ethic. Yeah. Yeah. I I really hope... Yeah, we can talk about that too. (laughs) 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 I I would love that. Uh, (laughs) Let's see. Uh, How do you see yourself building on top of Artbreakers? And do you have uh, certain steps in place? Or do you have a vision for how you want it to evolve? Mm, well, I don't want to talk out of school too much, but I would <laughs> like to maybe go somewhere bigger next year, maybe. Oh, I would too. I yeah. think we both know the area we want to go. I think we both know the exact yeah. spot we want to go. I do not know. Uh, it's, well, we, we would <laughs> love to try and get into the roundhouse. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, and even if it's just that one back section and mm-hmm. not the gym, that yeah, would yeah. kind of allow us to expand it a little bit again. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's why, a process of why getting... There? Uh, location. Location. Yeah, you're next to the seawall. You're next easy, to a sky train easy station. Easy transit. Yeah. Yeah. Great, great atmosphere. I don't know. I really like that that building. I I like it mm-hmm. quite a bit when the doors are open and there's some kind of event going on outside and feels really feels really nice. Have you been there in the summer for live drawing? I no. think they're doing, no. I think they're bringing in dancers. I have not. It was at oh. lunch. They're. I think they got. I think dancers yet to model, and it was. I don't remember what kind of program it was part of, but I think for a couple of weeks, we just because uh, we work not too far from Camby Bridge, we just like take your car down, yeah. do some live drawing, get oh, back I into gotta, it. I gotta do more live drawing. <laughs> live drawing in ten years, <laughs> and you can probably tell. <laughs> uh, we should look at your work. 
<laughs> That's why I'm drawing mountains now, Kai. <laughs> smart, smart. Um, and do you see a possibility for more than once a year um, event for mm. bakers? We, we've mm. been talking a lot about wanting to do something more with the community, whether it's like, well, Tim had, Tim had a great idea about kind of doing a partnership with maybe the SPCA and doing some doggy portraits and oh doing God, like please. a pop-up shop where, you know, for, for one day you can come and bid on maybe some portraits of puppies and then the proceeds would go to <laughs> help finding a home for them or, or That's really like cool. just smaller things would be would be fantastic and can we have the puppies at the pop-up yeah. shop <laughs> <laughs> that's how you draw most people yeah, yeah. come come pet puppies exactly <laughs> it's uh it's something that I, we would really like to do but i i think every well again this year for me i i underestimated once again how much work it really is mm-hmm. and how quickly time goes by just to organize it just to organize it not yeah. speaking about first making personal work well, yeah not and that doesn't include you know working nine to five and trying to do your personal work and having maintaining relationships and friends and family yeah. and all that stuff <laughs> yeah it's uh, it's a lot so you know i hope to that we will be able to expand eventually but i think that would also mean bringing on more people mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah we'd, we'd eventually like to do like panels and workshops and mm-hmm. stuff too but I mean, our current facility just does not allow for it so this year it's strictly strictly market yep. yeah but even logistically that sounds like just event on its own is so much work i'm sure yeah. trying yeah. to do anything else is just yeah. well, I mean, graham's like we're gonna get a studio one day <laughs> Graham, graham's big picture yeah right. picture. yeah, yeah. Hey, you got you got to have those ideas too you, gotta, yeah. you know it's like you got to push yourself a little too much totally you gotta yeah. get some pretty great for sure <laughs> um let's see i should not say um but um as far um I have a, if you're wondering why I'm doing this, but I have a pretty big list of uh, questions. I can I see think it you, from across you, the room. You, 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 yeah. you, you covered them really well. Okay. Uh, you're, you're thinking thinking my thoughts. Yay. In, in the beginning, uh, Lori mentioned that missing out on an event like that meant that you're losing out on some money in a year. Mm-hmm. Do you know many freelance or, or not illustrators and artists for whom this is doing this kind of conventions is their way a main way of making a living is it possible i don't know many strictly convention artists i know they exist mm-hmm. um just i mean in general like an income bump of i don't want to say how much but a good chunk of change throughout mm-hmm. the year like that really you know that can make a difference it's not nothing um and Plus, it was just an amazing, um, amazing venue for like showing your work to people. And like you guys, we were mentioning earlier, like getting the getting that little bit of validation. You know what I mean? Like meeting some (laughs) meeting like a really receptive, enthusiastic audience. Um, So we were, you know, for me at the beginning, that's kind of what I was hoping, hoping to recreate with uh, Artbreakers, not just for myself, but for um, many, uh, many of our friends. But do you see, would, do you see it a possibility to, I, I guess all I'm asking is that do you know people who are making a living off of making their own art, basically? Oh, <laughs> that's the dream, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that but is the dream. Yeah. Make stuff, sell it, live. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I think one of our artists coming up, uh, Pam Wishbo, uh, she is amazing. She's based out of Seattle. She does a lot of craft fairs, as far as I can tell, and basically lives on um, editorial work, commissions, and Etsy sales, and of course, craft fair income. Yeah, yeah, she's she's incredible. Yeah. Pam, Pam's great. Go say hi to Pam. <laughs> uh, I don't think I met Pam, but I'll, I'm going to be one of those really excited, receptive 
audience members. Yeah. <laughs> Running I mean, up to town. <laughs> I know for me personally, I don't make enough to live on uh, with freelance stuff. I have some years, but usually I split my time between working at studios and then I'll, I'll take a few months off and freelance. Right now I've been I've been freelance for about a year and a half um, and I'm going back to a studio in the fall. So. Oh, so you are going back. I am. I'm going back. They got, they is got it, me. Is the dream I was here. out. <laughs> <laughs> Can't run away too far. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I, I find that although there's some studios that are not not so fun, there's still uh, the idea of going back to a studio doesn't have to be a negative one. I think there's really a lot of really cool ones where... Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To- yeah, there's... Yeah. I... Tessa, you tell us. You I tell think us. this is kind of the, the industry that I'm in in I, I, animation. I think it's probably one of the grooviest, grooviest, <laughs> the grooviest career paths because yeah, yeah. it is contract work. Yeah. Um, some people really like that. Some people don't. Some mm-hmm. people don't know what that is. Mm-hmm. And you know, you get kind of chunks of work for a year or two if you're lucky, and and then uh, very rarely does it work out that you can you know slide into the next one right away. Yeah. But that little break is really nice. You get some vacation. Yeah, yeah you get some yeah. vacation time or, or pick up some freelance or work on your own projects. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like it quite a bit. And I've been off work now for two months, and it's wow. awesome. <laughs> and I'm not going back till October. <laughs> I'm I just mean, like, yes! <laughs> if you're someone who feels uh, anxiety over job security, it may not be for yeah, you. Yeah, this, this is not the way to go. Yeah. yeah. yeah but, uh, yeah, to go back to the, the convention, the kind of... Uh, um, money that you could make from that definitely would help with the between contract work or just have it as fun money yeah or, like i made some good money just but put it back into your own art exactly basically. what generally mm-hmm. happens is you if you're making enamel pins or something you shell out a lot yeah. for a those lot. Yeah. you've made them you first know, time i think we've all made them right yeah, yeah. they're expensive yeah and that's so fun they're really really fun and it's kind of like you're um investing in yourself because you put down that big chunk of money mm-hmm. and then eventually you make it back and then some and then you have a little bit of a bankroll to just go on and keep making things mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah that's a cool thing about i can't remember who i was talking about but that's the cool thing about being an artist is is that if you do end up making money you're just gonna go back into making cooler art mm-hmm. i think yeah. i think we were having a conversation about what it's like for studios to operate it for artists but in the end it just keeps up being it ends up being fuel yeah it's it's not just a that's why it's not just a job it's really just that's a, it's a life and you always trying to get better and keep pushing it yeah yeah it's how we do it yeah uh, do you notice any trends in the kind of artwork that people did buy last year mm. i'm gonna share some oh, secrets like buying i'm not did we really keep track of well, what people bought to go back to kyle's work he like yeah. sold out of stuff and, and yeah a lot kyle of kyle sold out like gangbusters yeah like focused on the vancouver environment mm-hmm. you know the, the buildings around cool. uh that we kind of see every day and maybe take for granted mm-hmm. yeah is that a trend uh i don't know if it's a trend or just something that people would continuously be interested in mm-hmm. you know? and and what about as far as um I don't know, like illustration trends or anything like that, because you're looking at a lot of work when you're trying to select the artist. Did mm-hmm. you notice any any waves? Because you had to select only an, uh, a certain amount of artists to get in. Oh, like a general trend yeah, yeah, overall yeah. with with the within the applications. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there's a term that has been used that I'm not really a big fan of. Is it the naive? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the naive artist. We will know what it looks like. Please describe. Uh, it can. <laughs> I, oh, I don't know if I can describe this very well. I mean, it, it is a type of illustration that borders on the charming and not 
unskilled, but like you can, it's somebody who hasn't gone and done anatomy class and life drawing and figured out the shapes, but has reduced them without that knowledge. Does Mm. that kind of make sense? Yeah. Child, not childish, child blank. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But with aesthetics of a pro artist. I I would disagree with you there. I think, I think that the people who can pull off that naive style well do have that like background knowledge of, of anatomy um, and and can reduce it in like a really charming, interesting way. But um, yeah, I mean, we definitely saw some people who who do that style who who didn't have that knowledge, and mm-hmm. I mean, you can tell. Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like there, yeah, it's a hard sc- style to describe, um, and, yeah. and, and it's not, it. you know, it's not. There's nothing <laughs> wrong with it. Yeah. I, no, I enjoy some of it a lot, actually. Yeah. But we did get a lot of it, and then that was something we had to keep in mind with curating the market. It was like, okay, like I mean, it's going to be a little bit heavy, leaning towards this, skewing towards this style, and and maybe we don't want that. Mm-hmm. Or to at least limit it, like so we don't have six people who do similar. Yeah, or have, have like three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Too bad for all you artists who just want to make naive. <laughs> work. But it's interesting you mentioned it because if you look at magazines or just online these days, you see a lot of it. It's uh, yeah, uh, especially in publications. I think it's become the cool thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, there are a lot of people who do it really, really well. For um, sure. Yeah. Just like remember, like ten years ago when everybody was drawing like James Jean. Mm-hmm. And now it's another thing. <laughs> I don't know who they're ripping off, but oh, well, nobody's <laughs> ripping anybody off. Yeah. It's just a, you know, it's a movement. Traveling mm-hmm. in a vacuum. But yeah, actually, I don't think I have a good memory for all the trends that happened. But was James Jean a trend for a while? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I think I think he was. I, I mean, live in my own bubble. I don't. Oh, that's okay. good. I just, <laughs> yeah. I definitely absorb it. I just don't, rem- don't remember. Don't remember absorbing it all. Oh, I, I, a lot of I feel mean to say that that people drew like him but I mean I guess uh, a lot of people did <laughs> <laughs> but it's kind of cool seeing those artists now 10 years later yeah. because you know it was a lot of a lot of people graduating from different schools mm-hmm. at the same time and sort of drawing in a similar way and now all those artists have like just totally unique amazing voices and have really moved away from that yeah yeah you yeah. take it on and make it your own your own just oh, takes time right yeah yeah for sure there I mean, is we a, all do it oh sorry there is a another style that I just kind of remembered. Mm-hmm. Not so much in regards to people who applied at Art Breakers. Um, but I think it's been called the Cal Arts style. Oh, do you guys know what I'm talking no. about? Yeah. I don't know if I do. Or like the Disney style. Like okay. it, it's a, there's two versions. The Cal Arts one, I think people refer to it kind of being like the, the Steven Universe or the Gumball or like the very kind of squat reduced characters. The first thing you, when you look up Cal Arts, it's Cal Arts style. <laughs> Let's <it>? find out. <laughs> Follow along with us as we venture down this. Okay, I see what oh you yeah. mean. Yeah, look it up. Look it up, people. Color. Yeah, style. and it's Gravity Falls. It's that sort of. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, oh, Star. What's what's her name? Star. Oh, Star the versus the Force. Star of evil. versus the Force of Evil. They all have very similar wow. kind of bubbly looks to them. Mm-hmm. And I I like that style. Little bean shaped heads. Yeah, uh, it's cute. Yeah, and then there was sort of a, a another style that is a little. Oh, I don't know. Did you say Disney Artist. style? Yeah, like a Disney style or kind of a very soft rough sketch style i find mm. that a lot of people um like charlie harper's influence is is huge now too you kind of see echoes of that through a lot of people's stuff which is understandable because charlie harper's the fucking best <laughs> that's what i was gonna say as long as the influences are good it's oh uh, yeah all, good. all of you yeah. guys yeah if you're looking at the right people you said charlie harper yeah. if you're all looking at the right artists or just a good where it's you know technically sound along with everything else in style on top of it I've noticed, um, I don't know if you know Alberto Miogo, I think mm, I think no, that's how you say it, but I've, I've noticed that his, um, 
his styles kind of re- reverberating mm. uh, throughout other but it's cool I, I think s- certain certain looks are adaptable or you can kind of hide it and use it as part of it rather mm. than just a coffee but that's yeah. been really cool yeah. And I'll say, I mean, if, uh, if a lot of people study Sergeant, but I mean, that only makes you better. You, <laughs> well, you should be try to get try to be as good as Sergeant always. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what, what is what is style other than sort of a collection of all the things that we like, right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. You kind of like sometimes you'll come across something and mm-hmm. then incorporate okay. it and chew it up and ruminate it and spit yeah. it out and hopefully yeah. it comes out someone different. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's why you gotta like a lot of different things. I think uh, as far. Um, not advice, but uh, the way of being an artist. I think mm-hmm. just gotta look at a lot of things, not just one. Mm-hmm. I've uh, I briefly taught art, and I remember seeing so many kids just drawing anime, and it's just trying to try to get them out of that bubble because yeah. let them draw anime. No, I, I, I shall <laughs> let not. Let them draw it. My friends at work recently <laughs> sent out an article about the salaries of anime artists, mm. and it's just oh yeah, scary. I saw that. And also, I mean just the, the thing about anime is if you're in North America I don't know mm. where you're gonna go with that but yeah. I was heavily influenced by the anime okay I should not hate right no hate on the anime <laughs> love the anime but you're like a good example of like somebody who's taken a thing and sort of like made it their own because I look at your stuff and I don't see anime I just see Tessa it's definitely influenced by the anime I have yeah. old old portfolios from middle school and high school where it's just me drawing Dragon Ball Z and different OCs of mine. <laughs> <laughs> also, I'm probably ignorant towards it. I, I know there's a lot of really good, really beautifully crafted animes. Just there's also a lot of pop. Well, yeah. Well, it kind of goes goes back to how how do we create our own style? And there's a difference between mimicking and copying a style that's already in existence and taking it, learning what you like about it, and then reinterpreting it and letting it come out in your designs. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a p- there's a huge difference there. And as a young artist, you start sort of by mimicking oh often, yeah. right? And by copying yeah. that. And that's fine, and I think, yeah. Yeah, and that, that really helps, like, if you want to try and develop your line work, like, anime and manga are, are fantastic for mm-hmm. looking at, at how that's done. Um, but then to still take that and kind of move forward if you're getting serious about art, then to try and apply that to your own ideas and your own styles. Yeah. Learn your fundamentals, kids. Yeah. <laughs> and draw anime if you Anatomy, want to. Anatomy, perspective. <laughs> Shading. <laughs> but that those fundamentals also never end. Can never yeah, get as no. good. Oh, so yeah. Probably no. go back to the drawing board right Ooh. now. <laughs> Let's get back to this art breakers for a bit. Oh, okay. okay. Di- no, no, no. <laughs> okay. I, this we is, uh, we I digressed. Love, no, I, li- I like how it goes. That's, that's a goal. Talk about everything. Uh, I wanted to ask if uh, ever since starting art breakers, you've had to think a lot about business of art. Oh business of art i mean it's the yucky side of art yeah i I guess i guess for me just all the promotion stuff that we've had to do with art breakers has been like really valuable for my own practice Mm -hmm. because it kind of makes you realize like the amount of stuff you need to put out every day to make it stick and make it make people see it Mm -hmm. um so right now for promoting my own show alters happening on september 13th at kafka's on main street well where was i um anyway yeah i've, I've sort of uh, applied some of our promotion practices that we've been doing for art breakers like to my own stuff mm-hmm. and i think it's been I think it's been working so far yeah it's really actually complain about it but it's probably the easiest it's ever been 
in the 21st century promoting For promoting art yeah. yeah promoting art and having your own business like it, it we're really really lucky to have uh all the social media platforms that we do which are basically megaphones to shout out your your work and you know we're we're a nonprofit society so our our business business is actually very very low but even you know taking payment from artists to reserve tables is all electronic it's all very easy um yeah it's and and well not talking about the the monetary stuff but if we want to talk business like how we present ourselves as art breakers and not as individuals mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there is a that does take work um yeah. and making sure that we have sort of a, a an image of the illustration society yeah. that we preserve and uphold and um that is different than our personal conversation and personal emails. You know, stuff coming out of the info email from our breakers <laughs> is re- edited and reread by all of us. Yeah, and yeah, it, yeah. It's very professional and very I, business-like, whereas our personal responses can be much more you know, flavorful, I guess. Yeah, I know for me that was a big challenge last year when we started doing all our social media stuff. I'd be like, just howdy, y'all. Like, <laughs> come down to Art Breakers. It's going to be a fucking good time. You'd be I like, whoa, Laura, that. roll it back. <laughs> Holy shit. Like, <laughs> you missed a comma here. That should be capitalized. <laughs> But we want to try and strike like a good balance uh, with the business. We don't want to be like a standoffish business that feels really cold, but yeah, kind of find a, a middle ground of, of being welcoming and warm at the same time. Yeah. And, and also say, like, oh, sorry, God, I cut you so off. No, 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 keep going. <laughs> <laughs> also, it, yeah, I don't really see it as a, a business so much, um, but there is there is a business side that needs to be kind of taken into account and... Uh, respected if you're an artist to trying to go into freelance like you are a business mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that it would have been really beneficial when I was going through school to maybe get a little bit more of that business class. oh for everyone, <laughs> yeah. For everyone. Right? yeah yeah this is why I ask because well Laura you, I don't know if Tessie if you've been freelancing before uh, I did a couple Okay, well, so both of you have <laughs> then, and you did a couple freelances. I did a couple freelances, and they <laughs> dabbled in it. Hard. Dabbled in it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but yeah, exactly. That skill is not very taught. But that's that's why I'm very curious through going through this experience how much that changes your outlook, or just like trying to run your own art practice, and then mm. the way you get it out in the world. Um, yeah, I mean, I, again, for me, it was the uh, importance of promotion because mm-hmm. I'm just sort of like, well, I did the painting. Shouldn't that be <laughs> enough? And it's like, no, girl, you got to tweet about it. You got to Instagram <laughs> about it. Like, you have to make a mailing list. You have to do uh, all these extra things uh, to, like, just put it in people's faces. <laughs> so have you both gotten really good at social media at this point? Yeah. Uh, we're mediocre. We're okay. <laughs> I fluctuate Humble. between, like, promoting myself and trying to be professional and shouting about, like, car alarms going off on the ferry you know it's it's a mixture of <laughs> a place to vent and a place to promote it, isn't yeah that, isn't that the advice though you got to show your uh, character the person too yeah. yeah 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 but it's really cool being an artist now uh making things mm-hmm. and being your own little business whether that's yeah. on like etsy or online or craft fairs you can yeah you have, we have access to so much stuff yeah, yeah and and if the goal is like we mentioned earlier to be a self-sustaining mm. uh, to yeah just make a living by making your own art that's you're unfortunate you have to learn from all of that yeah. yeah i'm working with this designer right now on um a brewery contract and it's been so rad like his, he's <laughs> he's got his shit together to a degree that i did not even know was possible <laughs> and it's just like opened my eyes up so much to like 
how it could be, how I could be. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, I'm gonna I'm absolutely ripping off all his contracts. And can you can you share <laughs> any tips? Oh, like okay. So when we were bidding for this contract, I guess mm-hmm. um, he the the brewery they were interviewing uh, three other people, design firms, and um, my my colleague Alan, um, designed by Creatures.com, he's great. Uh, he put together this case studies document that was like so tight and perfect that it actually just won them <laughs> over. They were like, oh, wow, like you guys, you know, you're smaller. You didn't bid low, but you didn't bid high. But we're going to give you this job because you really put the work in. And that was all him. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I want to be that way. Yeah. <laughs> you made it, he made it look like you know what you're doing. And you yeah. probably are. But it's good to do that even if you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And uh, is there any tips or tricks you could share from uh, that you learned from creating Art Breakers? Uh, any mm. big uh, learning lessons along the way, apart uh, from that one about being a organization rather than a people, a couple people sending out messages? Things that I've learned about business from Art Breakers. Or just about anything. Just stay organized. Anything, yeah? just, stay orga- just stay organized yeah. if you can. Um, Sounds so easy. I know, but like... <laughs> Yeah, stay stay organized and be nice to people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely be nice to people. Yeah. Actually, so uh, I, I, I want to ask that question now, but earlier you mentioned that you wanted to first, if the people who got access to Art Breakers are the people who had a good experience with it. Yes. Did someone have a bad experience with it? Uh, not that we know <laughs> of. No. Uh, I don't think yet. anybody okay. did. We did send out like a, an artist questionnaire at the end and what could we do better and what yeah. did you like, what did you li- didn't like and if you were comfortable disclosing how much money you made and mm-hmm. uh i we didn't get any bad responses nice. what well, one person checked uh e- extremely <laughs> oh, yeah. negative everything for was, every box but then their comment was like this was fantastic the best event <laughs> we're kind of like uh, interesting okay. <laughs> did they just maybe think that the very bad was on the other side yeah. <laughs> uh, but everyone that we we uh we hosted um I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, Laura, did wish to come back, mm-hmm. but whether or not it worked with their schedule was the mm. reason why they, they, they didn't. So. Yeah. I was looking for some drama. Uh, I no, got none. No, no drama. Drama-free drama zone. Drama. Sorry, man. <laughs> well done. So I'm very honored because I got, I, I passed the test of the four people with hats. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you very much. I'm excited. Oh, I've never, I've actually never done an event like this. So what should I know? Or what is the... What kind of preparation okay. should you do? Tabling 101. Let's do this. Hey, help me and everyone else, please. Bring change. Uh, bring okay. change. Okay. Visit Got Eddie's hang-up display. Visit Eddie's hang Yes. Yeah. Hang-up get, get some risers. Get some stands. Eddie's hang-up. Uh, sh- oh, yeah. It's I'll on, listen to it's this on later. Like, <laughs> it's on like 3rd and I want to say oh, yeah. Quebec or yeah, Manitoba, yeah, yeah. Ontario. Ontario. Quebec, Ontario. Yeah. That place and is cool. Third. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah, build your display up, like, vertically if you can to catch people's eye. Um, what else? Have a bunch of different price points. Yes. I usually like to go between $5 and $45 and have price pay- points varying in between there. Because, mm-hmm. um, uh, like, you can make a lot of money off selling a bunch of $5 things. Yeah. Uh, God, what else? I mean, treat, treat your work with respect so that other people do, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Oh, and yeah. stand up. Stand yes. up at your table. Smile. Don't slouch. <laughs> Smile. Be uh, nice to people. Be interested yeah, in everybody your, you meet. Meet your neighbors. I always introduce myself oh, to yeah. whoever I'm sitting beside. Yeah. Because um, you're kind of, well, I've done Fan Expo, and yeah. I've actually, I did LA's Anime Expo mm-hmm. uh, two years ago now. And that was like <laughs> the trenches. <laughs> you're there for four days. Wow. You better oh, make wow. friends because you're in this together. You're going to yeah. be tired. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Now, that was pretty overwhelming. Very professional. Kind I can tell you've done it before. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was very cool. Just oh, like, yeah, this, this year, and this and this and this. I'm really excited. You guys, I ordered a fanny pack. Nice. Oh, oh I saw it. You sent me the link. It oh, looks, it's leather and oh, blue and real nice. Mm-hmm. I'm going to keep all my money in it. Oh. <laughs> so cool. I need one. Oh, and, uh, one more thing. Bring a tablecloth. Yeah, oh, bring yeah. a tablecloth. Make it nice. Make yeah. it nice yeah. and pretty. Make it good. Yeah. Yeah. Can you make your own? Make your own tablecloth. Yeah, why not, man? Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. I usually go to um, uh, Dresso for fabrics. Um, I was thinking of being even more fancy this year and ordering something off Spoon Flower. Oh, we'll see, though. <sighs> so much to think about. And how much time do we have left? Have we got like uh, a month? What are we? Oh, a little no. bit. It's like under a month. Three weeks. Three and weeks. Five and days or something. Yeah. We have a countdown on our website. And every time I scroll the bottom of it, I, just, I get <laughs> sweaty because it's. <laughs> Counting down by the second, and I have so much work to immediately do. start nervous farting. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so behind on everything. Uh, oh so my, that my next question was, how are you preparing? Uh, <laughs> Personal work. Hurriedly. Yeah. <laughs> um, I yeah I I have some stuff out in the nebulous that's being built and will be shipped to me, uh, but I I've I've set lofty goals and never meet them for myself yeah. when it comes to creating content and art for these types of events I'm always i'm the person who at like 1 a.m the in the morning of am trying to freehand cut my prints because i didn't <laughs> organize myself do you guys th- like i have a bit of a theory and like correct me if i'm wrong but do you guys get like a weird like sick rush off of like just doing everything at the last minute a sick rush, like, and a good feeling. Yeah, yeah, like, like it's it's like horrible, and you're just like, why do I do this much to yeah. myself every time? Yeah. But then when you get it all done, it feels so good. You're like, ugh. <laughs> yeah. And I'm wondering Cheated if I'm wondering if I like sometimes just self sabotage and do it on purpose a little bit, just so like, <laughs> yeah, I think it's yeah, like, doing all the things in two days. <laughs> <It's> just <clears throat> the adrenaline rush that you get from. Yeah trying to organize your show. You're just getting too cocky. You're like, that's how good I am. Every time, every convention, every show yeah. that I've ever done, I'm always like, all right, next year, I'm going to have my stuff done a month in advance. I'm going to have it all no. pre-ordered. I'm going to have it packaged and ready to go. Doesn't happen. Never happens. Never happens. Never happens. <laughs> Some people probably do. Wish I could be them. But, uh, yeah, sitting on the floor the night of, trying to cut things to the yeah. right shape and size. Mm-hmm. I'm going hum- I'm going to humble brag. Oh, are you one of those guys that <laughs> no, has all their stuff no, together? I think for art breakers, break is going to be pretty tight. But for the art show, I, I think it managed to be somewhat okay. But it's, nice. the, but there and see, I, I'm curious to ask about that. If, that for the art show, I knew that the space was limited. Yeah. So at least I knew how many paint. Well, I, I kind of assumed how many paintings I needed to stop at. Yeah. So that kind of helped because uh, for art breakers, are you going to have twenty print? Prints are gonna have five. Oh. Twenty is a lot. Yeah, so that, but it's just a, and so well, what is a good amount? W- or what's? Oh man, I don't like, know if there is. I saw uh, Raphael Maiani 
did a table one year and I think he only had like maybe four or five prints and his table looked so good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was just like a, it was a breath of fresh air amongst all the clutter. Yeah. It's like what you were talking about earlier with uh, your portfolios showing a best work. Yes. It's probably that. Yeah. yeah. My table is going to be a fucking mess. <laughs> oh man. But, all the prints. Uh, but I wanted to find out because uh, are you going to have some of your prints from the art show? Yeah, uh, yeah. definitely. So, so I'm, doing it smart. I'm sort of yeah. like doing, a, you know, I'm, I'm printing off a little bit every day for, for altars, which I've been done by a month. So I was ahead of the curve on that. <laughs> See, that you, sh you should have hum That's humbled great. back too instead yeah. of hating on me. Yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. <laughs> Look at you. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm one of you. <laughs> one of us. Are you excited? Yeah, I am. I am. I am really excited. How did you find the opening uh, for your show went? Let's talk about art shows. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it, was, it was very good. I, I was uh, very pleasantly surprised that so many people did come to uh, yeah, look at the artwork. It was packed. Yeah. So, uh, that felt really good. I think and I got to say hi to you for like 10 seconds. I was like, yeah, all right, bye. Thanks for stepping by. I like no, waved to you, but you were talking <laughs> to like five so people. Busy. And I'm like, I don't think you saw. No, no, no uh, the, the whole time I just feel guilty because you're trying to like, have 30 second conversations with the yeah with it's everyone. like trying to talk to the bride at a wedding yeah, it's it's like, yeah totally yeah. yeah but as long as there's an understanding that you know we can talk later <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm gonna seem like an asshole now but <laughs> i swear it's not just uh, yeah oh everyone gets it man yeah. it's, it's your night right yeah, yeah. Uh, before we get into uh, these um art shows and personal work i think uh, we should move on to that but i wanted to to have this uh, ask this last question as for when you're creating work for an event like this are you working within a variety of themes or do you try to work uh, consistent not consistently but maybe around a theme or around oh, a certain style do you mean like creating work for a market event or like for a for like a solo show specifically for an event for an event like Heartbreakers or oh god yeah. no usually it's just like a mishmash mm -hmm. of like th all the work that I've done in the previous year that I mm -hmm. don't hate and I'm like maybe <laughs> someone will pay money for this I don't know yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't I always get it right um, some prints like sell really good and they're like the prints that you kind of like yeah, I guess I'll include this like whatever I'll put it in maybe like one person will buy something and then like they sell out and then like the one that you're the most proud of like yeah. nobody buys yeah. <laughs> that's how it works Aww. don't yeah. trust yourself as no. a lesson yeah, yeah. <laughs> just put it all out and see what happens that's yeah. why I, I get so upset about people who uh, when they make the work they don't like they destroy it Aww. yeah yeah <laughs> although I've done that so I, oh well but it usually I think all of us are not the best judges of our best work and mm. worst as well while mm -hmm. we're at it does anybody want some free paintings that I was going to throw in the dumpster <laughs> later no, don't oh do, probably don't do free I'll don't have one yeah. <laughs> please give me one <laughs> I'll have one too yes. but we'll pay yeah. cool Dibs. <laughs> Dibs. <laughs> pay, pay with candy at least, you know? <laughs> pay me in high fives mm. there you go uh, so now we can get into, I'll say, personal work. And actually, before we do this, uh, let's throw out some Instagram handles. So we got uh, Wereville. Yeah, Wereville. Wereville. That's my little pen name. Very cool. Uh, but it's W-E-R-E-V-I-L-L-E. -E -E. Correct. Yes. Nice. Uh, that's <laughs> Tessa. And uh, I'm trying to remember, Laura. I think I wrote it down. I'm at Bifanoland. Bifanoland. On Twitter go. and Instagram. It's uh, my last name, B-I-F-A-N-O. <laughs> L-A-N-D. Where did land come from? I don't know. It's no, just like my weird, the land of my brain. You're making your own yeah. world. Bifano was taken. Bifano was <laughs> totally <laughs> taken. It's better than Bifano, Bifano 01. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Bifano 6969. <laughs> 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 yeah. If you're If one of your family members steals Bifano tag you gotta you gotta hunt them yeah down. there's a lot of us man. I keep getting um, friend requests from random ass Laura Bifano's in Italy. 
and you don't want to talk to them. Well, no, I, I talked to like two of them, and they're like, "Hey, we have the same name. Isn't that weird?" <laughs> and then that's as far as conversation goes. Yeah, that's as far <laughs> as it goes. I've just declined all the other Lorba fanos. I'm like, I've, we've done yeah. this before. So in the beginning, we talked about how this crowd, this uh, animation artsy. That's not a nice way to describe it, but artsy. We're all artsy. Yeah, <laughs> crowd. Artsy. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, is combined is that a lot of us pretend to be other artists at work, and then we mm-hmm. go go home and get to be ourselves. So, mm-hmm. uh, do you want to touch about the value that you find in doing your own personal work? Mm, yes. Mm. Maybe I'm going to say something controversial. Hell yeah! Ooh, go for it. This is this is what personal, I was waiting for. Personal work, I I enjoy the process, <laughs> but I also really enjoy the ego boost hell yeah i do enjoy (laughs) it when i post something it it is a really nice feeling when you get feedback that people enjoy it Mm -hmm. and it is positive reinforcement to keep doing your own thing Mm -hmm. when you see people engaging and relating to it and i think that that's one of the biggest drivers in my personal work even if it's just doodling little dogs and people really like it they are very cool i'm gonna draw more doggies yeah and that's great because i like them and they like them it makes us all happy it's yeah. a win-win um it's like there's like this three-year-old inside of all of us that's just like pointing at a bird like wanting the other adults to like look at the bird too you know <laughs> what i mean like, yeah for me it's like look what i made and i yeah. want everyone to put it on their fridge and be proud of me <laughs> <laughs> i'll do that <laughs> i'll do it <laughs> <laughs> you right there oh man yeah praise is huge i love it <laughs> no, but, and but as far as making personal work uh, wh- do, do you know why or what do, what do you find important about it oh well i mean the, i mean the, yeah the positive reinforcement thing for me is pretty big too but it's also like uh if I'm not working on any personal stuff for like a long time, it's like you almost—I almost feel like I'm losing touch mm-hmm. with with myself. Mm-hmm. But like, this is gonna sound really corny, but like with my soul. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then when you make a painting and sort of like engage with your process and your thoughts on that level, it's really meditative. And if the end result is something you really like and other people really like, it's like I don't know. It's like this weight off your chest. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. 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 yeah, especially in the industry that we're in. Like, we're conforming to styles that aren't our own. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it it's kind of like, I don't know. At the end of the day, Laura, you can relate to this. <laughs> Going home and taking your bra off or something. Like, you're just <laughs> like, ah, I can be myself and just this let it all hang like. out. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't wear a bra. <laughs> oh, oh my. No, I'm kidding. I totally do. <laughs> But you, you know what I mean? Like, you're, yeah. you're so, you're conforming to this one, uh, your job. Yeah, it's like, it's like uh, you're releasing the pressure valve. Oh, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Now you I know what it feels like. Your, yes. <laughs> that's Too exactly. small underwire bra. <laughs> <laughs> you, can, you can flex again with yeah. your own style. Flex your pecs. That's really important. <laughs> and it, it's really, um, it's uh, really rela- relaxing to do at the end of the day. Yeah. yeah. So, but you, I think it can be stressful too. Yeah. I found that I feel like I'm not, if I don't do personal work for a while, I feel like I'm late, I'm not doing anything. Mm. Yeah. Yet, yet I always forget the fact that I do it nine to five. Yeah, but you're, <laughs> yeah. Still, but you're still observing, right? Like, I, I, I so, strongly yeah. believe that even if you're not drawing and you're kind of having a, a burnout period, as an artist, you're still constantly observing maybe colors that you like outside that you mm-hmm. walk by or the way a shape is, 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 I don't know, mixing with another shape in the distance. Mm-hmm. Like, you're kind of always learning despite not drawing i'm learning to think like that more because then it's just 
guilt and madness. <laughs> yeah, give yourself a break though. Like don't. I get that. Yeah. I totally get that feeling, especially when you're looking at other people's work who are very prolific, and you're like, ah, you're drawing nerds. I can't keep up with you. <laughs> yeah, all these twenty-year-olds are just amazing. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, what do you do about that? Nothing. Just <laughs> become old and bitter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Drink lots of beer. Yeah, hang out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what was the most recent the recent thing you've learned about uh, image making? Or any recent discoveries that you can talk about? Mm. Oh, I'm just looking for a secret. Just if you haven't. Yeah, I got oh. one. <laughs> okay, you go and then I'll go. Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> Mine is, people probably know this already, uh, but it doesn't have to be perfect. If it looks right, it is. Mm-hmm. And I used to draw very tight, like 150% zoomed in mm-hmm. on line work. But if you just draw on a large canvas at a slightly, and in Photoshop, I use this antique in Photoshop, at like maybe 50% of mm-hmm. the canvas size mm-hmm. and you save it out at that size your rough lines don't matter it's like, like yeah. <laughs> no one's gonna know <laughs> you don't have to go in and and groom everything to be absolutely pristine and perfect and when you do try and do that you lose a lot of the the original and character. the life it's so hard to recreate yes. yeah this yeah. beauty in that lo- uh, a bit of that loose or just natural yeah. human human feeling line yeah and right. it, yeah it seems pretty obvious but for me it, it wasn't and so now i work uh at a much more zoomed out i don't know but usually the most obvious things are the hardest one to come by i feel like there's been many lessons in art where i figured out and, and thought felt like an idiot i was like why did that take so long mm. to figure out yeah like mm. flattening all your layers and just moving things around yeah just, yeah. <laughs> yeah instead of trying to keep all the 20 i yeah I remember, like, when I found out about clipping masks in Photoshop oh, yeah. for the yes. first time, it like, blew my oh, mind. Great. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Never going back to traditional medium yeah. again. <laughs> Those clipping masks are a beauty. Yeah. Um, Go. Okay. <laughs> so for me, uh, I jumped on the knicker poster paint train a little while ago. Uh, I ordered a bunch from Japan, and they're great. They're so vivid. What is that? Uh, they're these. They're the paints that like the the Ghibli background oh, yeah, artists yeah. use Ooh. for their background Fancy. paintings Fancy. yeah they're they're amazing uh they're super vivid but they do have some weird limitations which i found out when i was working with them like the um like gouache um the dark colors will dry like a shade lighter but mm-hmm. with knicker poster paints they'll dry maybe like five or six shades lighter wow so i was trying to do this night scene and like i just was not getting the colors that i wanted so i ended up going like painting over it with gouache and uh actually using knicker poster paints like they actually work really well together um god what was what was my takeaway there uh yeah use <laughs> both use both <laughs> uh if you want to do like a bright punchy like summer sky like knicker poster paints are awesome but you can also like block in your dark your dark darks with with gouache and you'll know exactly kind of more or less what shade you're gonna get it's nice. so deceiving it's yeah it's it gonna is. be pretty frustrating yeah. it is yeah it, it pushes everything towards mid-tones and then your image can just end up looking like really chalky Super and flat. lightless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. That's good insider information. Mm-hmm. Thanks. <laughs> Learning all the tips and uh-huh. tricks. I'm, I'm, I think I'm gonna. I ordered a uh, planaire easel just recently, so I'm gonna Ooh. get into that. You're. Uh, do you I still do a lot of planaires? No. You know what? I haven't done a lot in the past year. Um, I mostly just been working on stuff for the show. My husband and I recently went on like a four-day backcountry like hiking trip, and I 
had my my shit packed my painting stuff and then i like i had to like repack my backpack for whatever reason and i left it behind and we got to the top of the mountain and i was like no <laughs> this trip is ruined yeah <laughs> i was, with like mud and sap yeah like, i, I, I create <laughs> i borrowed like a ballpoint pen and like some bond paper i think i did one drawing but i was just sort of like okay you know what this is cool i'm just gonna be yeah. present and i'm just gonna use my eyes mm-hmm. and just soak it in because it's all like inspiration for later. Take advice from Tessa. Yeah. Be okay with just looking. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, but I'm really looking forward to that. Actually, I think before I even met you, I saw your work at Hot Artwood City. Oh, yeah, you the did an art show. show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was really cool. The That's quick how and Dirty show yeah. with Mike West. That was fun. Quick and Dirty? It, that was the that name was of the, the show. Name? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because it did not did not look looking dirty it was very very nice work there. <laughs> i think mike mike named the show and it was like he it was appropriate for him because he does a lot of like uh these really quick gouache studies of like hot ladies mm-hmm. um but for me like i sit down and i'll like just like do a little plein air study in like an hour so uh yeah it was funny i don't know it was like a mixture of like hot girl paintings and like landscapes <laughs> hot landscapes hot landscapes yeah. wet city yeah there you go it all it'll fit in <laughs> missing that place Tessa, you talked about doing an SPCA combo uh, team up. Before we got into the studio, we talked a little bit about making a difference with your art. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think we can do that? Uh, I think so. I mean, this this is almost like a topic that could go on its own episode Mm -hmm. if you really want to get into it. Uh, (laughs) Lately, I've been struggling with what am I doing with my life what am i like all of us <laughs> yeah Preach like it, I, sister. I i yep. am very grateful for my job i work at a wonderful studio for i'm on a dreamworks production like it's awesome mm-hmm. but at the end of the day when bc is on fire <laughs> <laughs> like what am i contributing to society here yeah, yeah. and i'm lucky that the show i do work on does have some very positive uh and, and affirming mm-hmm. um lessons in, in its storytelling but Making a difference is something that I want to do more with my personal art. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's, you know, teaming up with the SPCA and doing some art for donation. Or, or maybe, well, what I would eventually like to do is create more content that uh, more people can relate to that isn't just from the male gaze that we have. And I think that right now that is the perfect time for it to kind of shift and to have more diverse stories and more diverse characters and we're already seeing that in a lot Mm -hmm. of cartoons so that's sort of how i want to implement some change and leave some good behind in the world is getting more on board with those types of projects Mm -hmm. yeah and if and if i can't then i'll just make my own so you're saying when you're talking about making those changes like you're talking about from the male gaze that's just saying within the industry yeah Yeah, within the industry having a little bit more of um you know more women in the writing room or more diversity behind not just as characters but in the writing departments and mm-hmm. and having different forms of um stories being told from other perspectives because yeah. yeah. i mean it's really important to be able to recognize yourself in, a, in, our, in our media for a lot of kids right and if you don't mm-hmm. see yourself there then what does that say and there are a lot of great articles right now actually that i that i've read um in regards to a lot of you know lgbtqa plus mm-hmm. uh and their representation and and how it is the shift is slowly happening and we do need more of it because um and i'm gonna misquote rebecca sugar but essentially they they kind of said if children aren't able to see themselves in the media that we're creating or it's deemed inappropriate to show mm-hmm. then what does that message send to 
the ch- the kid who who's living in the world like does that mm-hmm. mean that they don't belong here so mm-hmm. i don't know that's kind of i guess that's maybe my passion project area that i that, that yeah, i really yeah. want to get i get really excited talking about and, and want to do um maybe a, a couple comics or pitch some ideas for for more shows or content that caters to that area i feel like in that case the challenge is how do you know to represent everyone because you can all you, you can represent yeah. uh, from yeah, your own perspective sure. and from mm-hmm. it yeah. just I guess the goal is that hopefully that everyone gets a voice right? yeah everyone yeah. gets a voice or, or being more conscious of the teams that you're creating and mm-hmm. yeah, consciously yeah. including people who can give a different perspective than um, than one that I think we've lived with for a very long time oh totally but like you said it, it's really good to see the change um, yeah I'm I'm reading finally catching on reading um Creativity Inc. by Ed Catmull, mm. oh. uh, the guy who started Pixar. But it was cool to see there's a photo in a book, and I think it's, I don't know if I'm going to get it right. It was early 2000s, and it's a photo of uh, Pixar producers, and the room was half women, half men. And I was like, that's mm. pretty cool. That's mm-hmm. awesome. But then, on the other hand, uh, this is a conversation we, I had with uh, other artists, is that, but then you look at the directors, and they're all it's men. All guys, yeah. Yeah. So, so, yeah, got to change it. Yeah. yeah. One day I'll be a director, and I'll get to say what's what, and I don't know. Hell yeah. <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> I don't know why you used that voice. Yeah. <laughs> That's how all directors But are. even the latest Pixar short, right? That was uh, a female director. Yeah. Uh, I yeah, think Canadian, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 Bow. That was a cool one. So, yeah. Yeah, that's right. All right. Big uh, questions. This Deep is like questions a weird making. aside, but uh, I remember reading the Tina... Or no, I was listening to this interview with Tina Fey, and she mm-hmm. was talking about... Um, working as a writer on SNL mm-hmm. and the writer room was vastly male and they were pitching this skit for Kotex Classic <laughs> which is like these big ass maxi pads so it's like these women walking around with these bulges in their pants with the Kotex <laughs> pads and they're pitching it and the guys are like ah, I don't know like like are we gonna like see them like won't like we see the blood and she like <laughs> realized that they literally didn't know how maxi pads oh, worked <laughs> And because there was, like, all men, yeah. like, yeah. they were missing out on this opportunity for, like, a really cool yeah. skit. And that's the importance of having, like, diversity in the writer's room is hey, yeah, women who know how pads work. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I lost the point there. No, there's a, I think you we're talking about, yeah, representation, just having, you know, yeah. like, just different perspectives. Yeah. Uh, I think, uh, yeah, I, I think there's, a, yeah, like, a funny thing at work about an artist designing a kitchen too manly or something you know. <laughs> <laughs> so every it, it, yeah you, you need it need it all just dif- need different ideas especially when we're talking about being creative right it's yeah. just if the goal is just to make something special unique well you want to do something that hasn't been done mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. whole time so yeah. yeah uh making an impact making a difference what else can we do can you i li- the thing about fire sorry i uh, actually now i just remembered that tessa was saying is like yeah what what can you? <laughs> what are you gonna? Do? If something bad happens, the what is like? How many jobs in the world are now useless? Yeah, that's yeah, us. Like how can <laughs> I fight fires with my Cintiq? With drawings, like yeah, you draw draw water. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you can't really yeah. like. I think that art can provide a, a mental break for people and an escape and mm. something lovely for somebody to rest their eyes on when just yeah, everything's on fire. Mm-hmm. I think. I think that's our role as artists in a lot of ways is like we're, um, you know, we bring a little bit of beauty into the world, hopefully, and, and we make it a little bit of a brighter place. Like, that's why I love the Vancouver Mural Fest, because they're literally transforming the face of the city. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we can't we can't really do much about the fires, but at least mm-hmm. we can we can make things a little prettier yeah, yeah. We can make things a bit prettier. And I think we can also uh, 
through art create a focus on areas that really mm -hmm. mean a lot to that's us. That's really the power of mm -hmm. like yeah. using storytelling. To yeah, yeah. As, as an individual, you know, you can kind of, yeah, um, bring things into focus that you you want to speak speak on and and change or or talk about or even just create something that. I made this silly little doggy comic called Therapy Dog. <laughs> and it's this running kind of thing that I will go to if I can't think of anything else. And it's kind of like my own little cheerleading pep talk mm. about like, it's okay if people don't like you. <laughs> <laughs> or, or like, good work today. I know you worked hard. <laughs> and, I, and I had a lot of uh, mm. positive response from yeah, that. Yeah. So I think even making small things that make people feel okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. or take away some of the anxiety spread the love. of the daily yeah, life, yeah. I think that that, I hope that that does make a difference for a few people maybe. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, and that's great because yeah, yeah, it's, you know, having giant grandiose plans about changing the world is not always very realistic, but if everyone yeah, does something good, I guess yeah. it's super cliche, but it's so true. Yeah. yeah. Just do your little, your little part. If you can clean up your little corner of the world. Yeah. <laughs> Recycle, recycle. <laughs> save some puppies. Yeah, save yeah. some puppies. That's Be what kind. I. Yeah, lately I've been trying to. I don't know about yourself working in the design concept art industry. Is that I find it challenging to go home and do more design. Oh yeah. And so. Definitely. You know, mm -hmm. My goal lately has been is to try to find to like line that up with some sort of cause or something that I care mm. about to trick myself into <laughs> doing more design work because I, I like it a lot. I don't know. I still haven't figured out in myself what it is why it's been harder to do it at home, but. Maybe well, just doing it all day too. I'd it's like yeah. I struggle with the technology that we use. Like it's great, it's fantastic. It allows me to, you know, control Z away all my problems, and nice. I'm learning much faster. But at the same time, you go into work and you spend eight to nine hours working for a client, and your eyes are burning and itchy. And then you go home <laughs> and like looking at your own yeah. Cintiq and computer is kind of like, nah. I think I think I'm done. <laughs> I think yeah. I'm done at nine hours. Totally. Yeah. How's it uh, been building up your body of work for the art show? Oh, September 13th, that's been, that's been cool, actually. Like, it, it is a break from the screen. I do all my stuff traditionally, so there's, like, you can get into this nice zone and flow state, and um, there's just this meditative quality to, like, filling in all these tiny triangles. Um, you seem like quite a perfectionist, though. I just am. seeing photos <laughs> of your work, it's, uh, it's very <laughs> interesting the process that you choose because I, I sense that in you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I am a huge perfectionist when it comes to my work. Um, and uh, that's, that's just me. There's just some, there's just like this innate satisfaction, this profound satisfaction <laughs> that comes from just sitting down and working on something really hard and knowing that you did the best job you could and that you like the finished product. And then who knows, you might look at it in a week and be like, it's a piece of shit, <laughs> but I mean, you'll go on and you'll make a, a better one. Mm -hmm. It's so challenging to know that you're doing the best work that you can though. I always, I can't, yeah. I, I don't know if I am. And it's so hard to know what is my best. You yeah. know when you like finish something, you're like, yeah, this is the shit. And yeah. then, like Laura said, you look at it a couple weeks later, you're like, oh no, yeah. <laughs> oh no, you are so wrong. But that's such a that's such a a good thing to experience. It's though, like an endless you're learning. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you're getting you know. better. It's an endless pursuit too, and it's not a, it's not even up to you. You know, like you can have your favorites, but in the end, people are gonna decide what they like yeah. and mm -hmm. what are their favorites. Yeah. So it's. I don't know. It's, okay. it's like the real The real question is, have you looked back on your work and thought it was too cool still a year oh, later? No. <laughs> no? That's good. Oh. So you haven't experienced the true pain. No, I look back <laughs> and I'm like, ay. <laughs> oh. Well, because it's worse. If you, if you think you, if you've gotten worse and you look back, like, I don't know how I made that 
It's very good. Who, yeah, who is like, this person? <laughs> I'd say oh, that, like, that. <laughs> everything that I made in the last know. five years, I still kind of like. Um, well, not everything. No, there's there's some garbage. Um, but I like a lot of it. Like, yeah. and, I don't know. I just, I look at it and I'm like, you know what? I did my best. I did my best that I could do at the time. Yeah, it's good to give yourself good. props for that. Yeah. yeah I should and do that to myself. <laughs> if I learned anything today. Yeah. <laughs> give yourself some props for good art. Yes. You did good person from the past. Yeah. Um, when did you realize that you were on a steady path and that uh, the art, this art career is going to work? Because I think that's uh, a tricky one, especially art path being so weird and unique and different and so many ways to get into it is there a moment that you remember i still don't know if it's gonna all work out <laughs> oh no oh no bad news for all of us uh well i knew it was gonna be okay when i moved into my new apartment <laughs> in an area that as a kid i was always like man i would love to live here yeah. maybe one day <laughs> and to be able to I, afford to to live alone and to mm -hmm. pay my rent and to be fairly comfortable yeah, yeah. Adult, adulting uh, yeah <laughs> that's when i was like okay i'm all i'm all right <laughs> i'm not luxuriously you know but i'm not and i'm not living in luxury by any means but i'm i'm very grateful to yeah, yeah. have a paycheck that allows me to pay my rent and doing it through art yeah yeah, yeah. To, like i i didn't i went to university of victoria and did a fine arts degree okay and that was four years of throwing paint on a canvas and <laughs> learning how to use Conte with your left hand on a stick mm. and you wow. know like very art schooly contemporary stuff which was fun but uh <laughs> not teaching you how was to animate <laughs> yeah, yeah. so yeah. yeah i had a lot of a lot of jobs before animation mm -hmm. and didn't never felt like i could get into it because i didn't know how to animate mm -hmm. but turns out all you need to know how to do is draw <laughs> But mm -hmm. yeah, now you're designing. Yeah, yeah. I'm a designer, so. It's very Great. fun. You it's get awesome. to make things. Yeah, you yeah. just get to draw all day. It's plus the best job ever. <laughs> plus your studio gets to make really cool projects. Too, they do. Which is the yeah. Tid Mouse here. You're yeah. known for, for yeah. unique projects. They're a little, a little more adult themed sometimes. Oh, that, that's the fun, the fun <laughs> stuff. Fun. Yeah. yeah, it's great. Very nice. Oh yeah, I mean, I sorry, I was no, being no. a downer earlier. No, <laughs> <laughs> I th yeah, I think I think things are gonna be basically okay. My husband and I are thinking <laughs> about getting out in the of the city in the next couple of years, um, which makes me uh, nervous. We want to move well, far enough so that I wouldn't be able to commute in. Mm -hmm. We we be on the island or the in the interior somewhere where the houses are affordable and oh, man. we could have like a dog and like another dog to keep it company. Oh like yeah, a four wheel drive. Oh, that's a dream. Thing. That's yeah. what I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> I want all them dogs. <laughs> so yeah, like um, I'm, I'm just trying to work and save up as much as possible for. Uh, and does it mean then you're just freelancing because you're not yeah. going to be commuting? It, yeah. yeah, it would be freelancing because I'm not. You've not already commuting. done this though. If you're saying you did it for a year and a half, I did it for know. oh, I did it for four years oh, in Victoria. You got this. Thanks. <laughs> Can we visit your dogs? Oh God, of not course. You, just your come, dogs. come visit my dogs. <laughs> I'll puppy sit anytime. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just let me know. I'll be there. I like this plan, but uh, for those who don't live in Vancouver, although I mean, it seems like a lot of our jobs are typically in big cities, which means the big mm -hmm. cities are expensive. So yeah. Yeah. that challenge has always been there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know about, Laura, your end goals or... <laughs> but well, mine are kind of like you're asking I, my own questions. What I would really <laughs> like to do, guys, is just get all my friends and move to like a depressed BC <laughs> resource town and make it cool. Sweet. Paint it up. Awesome. And we can all be neighbors. <laughs> How are we going to make it cool? Oh, we'll paint murals. We'll, uh, you know, we'll do our projects. We'll like 
live in a bunch of houses side by side <laughs> and just, commune. just yeah, knock out all the back fences so yeah. we have like one long strip of backyard to share until it goes dark find a leader mm-hmm. yeah yeah build we'll a find cult. a leader build a cult <laughs> i want to start a cult actually scientology 2.0 <laughs> i watched that netflix documentary wild wild country and that uh, was like basically my takeaway is like living in a cult sounds pretty cool <laughs> that's your takeaway from <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> i haven't watched I mean, it but they i heard seemed, they seemed all right Depends they seemed cult. like pretty okay yeah. people did you finish the series i did okay yeah because I, I mean yeah. it didn't go like how you thought it was gonna go like yeah. i was expecting like you know everyone was gonna die or like i mean they did poison that town's w- drinking supply Not a big deal, though. some people got yeah. sick whatever <laughs> but like you Literally. know they basically had a good time for most of it <laughs> I, need to, I need to watch it i i don't know if cults have a workout but if you're on top you're having the best time yes. of your life oh yeah yeah, yeah. 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 you yeah. got to be a cult leader that's where exactly. it's at or like in the inner circle at the very least so if we do start a cult that's agreed to be top leaders i'll erase okay. this top part leaders. later yeah yeah, Sounds yeah. yeah. cool <laughs> uh, i've already got my white linen suit on back order oh god <laughs> <laughs> this went dark yeah. we're gonna paint the suits right all right <laughs> Uh, so now I actually I'm gonna go dark. Did you ever <laughs> think about giving up on art? Oh God, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, fully, yeah. 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 Tell um, me more. I had a rough time. I want to say a year ago. Wow. Um, I was just like, what am I doing? Like, I'm just gonna keep getting these like studio contracts that I'm not necessarily stoked on, and like always working for the man, and like maybe I just want to like become a masseuse or something i can, it's all i can think of i can't i don't know <laughs> what I, I don't know what i would do <laughs> i have hands <laughs> yeah, <strong laughs> that hands. seems to be the basic requirement of strong hands um and then i don't know like i started working i started i think i started working on a long-term project which was the show and that sort of like helped me revitalize things because I, at the time i wasn't doing a lot of personal work and i was working on two jobs sorry i just drank a lot of yerba mate and my throat's dry um i was working on two jobs and that was it was just like a lot of stress and not a lot of uh i i didn't have like a, a pressure release mm. for like making the personal work um which makes a huge difference for mm. me personally yeah oh 100 percent. yeah you feel like you're working for someone all the time yeah, yeah. You're and just then like, you don't know who I, you are what yeah. am i striving towards i'm just spinning my wheels yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah that was not quite a year ago for me i was working at a, a studio that will go on unni- unnamed Okay. On a project that will go unnamed, and I. But it rhymes with no, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> please don't. <laughs> it's too soon. Uh, yeah, too soon. Uh, I was, I was gonna. <laughs> it's a small industry. <laughs> um, but it, I had kind of thought that once I had gotten this job, I had made it. Mm-hmm. Like this was kind of the top that I had aspired to, and uh, I got there, and it was brutal. It made me. 100% consider leaving the industry. Wow. Uh, like at, at work, I was looking at sites online to get my veterinary technician degree. Wow. I was going to go back to school and just quit it and say, you know what, I'll do this on the side because if this <coughs> is what I have to do every day mm-hmm. and it's going to crush me like this, I am not strong enough. Um, but luckily, I moved to another studio. Yeah. It's Titmouse and it's great. They're very supportive of, you know, they're yeah. cr- uh, fostering their creative. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of mindset and, and and it's yeah everything's turned around and it's great and i love it um, yeah. there's a happy end i'm very yeah. glad mm-hmm. you resurrected yourself very yes. nice in those moments that's when it's so important to have good co-workers who get you oh man you can yeah. you like good talk friends. shit with them yeah, like, yeah this sucks well, like, <laughs> yeah. if your project's not great 
but your team members are yeah. like oh and then the the ultimate you know hallelujah is the project's great and your coworkers are great yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. and so when you have a project that you're really gelling with your team on like yeah. oh, savor that moment yeah enjoy it because they're not all like that <laughs> yeah it can only be so good yeah just wait when i was working <laughs> on the my little pony movie we had like an awesome crew and it was a good project it was like oh it was, it was so good we, we go climbing together and go on camping trips and stuff it was it was fantastic mm -hmm. the golden age yeah <laughs> for sure trying to recreate <laughs> that same feeling now can you say oh, we're, we're still in touch can you say we're going after you're saying you got a studio job coming up? Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm going back to DHX. Okay. Um, they are great. Their benefits are amazing. <laughs> nice. Uh, and the project seems really cool, too. I can't talk much about it, except for it's with uh, Cartoon Saloon, that amazing oh. studio in Ireland that did Song of the Sea. Oh, I think I know oh, what it is. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, okay. I know, we can't, we oh, can't yeah, say no, anything, can't say anything. But it, anyway, it looks really fun. Yeah. And I'm going to be doing, um, I'm going to be background supervisor. Nice. Yeah. Badass. Um, boss, in charge of some <laughs> things. <laughs> <laughs> Tell people what to do. Yeah. That's very cool. And it's going to be a 2D show? It's going to be a 2D show, yeah. Nice. nice. Yep. I'm very excited. Mm. I just want to make some art now. I feel like I, I know we talk about a lot of bad things, but I think I'm ready to make some <laughs> maybe good paintings. Do my best. All uh, your paintings are great. Uh, yeah. Thanks. I've got my support team right here. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, let's let's uh, give out some more advice to everyone else, but mostly me. But okay, to everyone else. <laughs> As far um, so leading up to the art breakers and doing all the other things, as well as full time job. Uh, do you want to share some time management tricks? Because need a lot of those. The more, the better. You know? Time management. God, uh, go to bed at a decent time. <laughs> yeah, be, I've recently started doing that. And it's amazing what you can do when you have nine hours of sleep. <laughs> you feel amazing. <laughs> Take care of yourself. Mm. Go to the gym. Get swole. Swole. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That's oh, that's all. The time and going to bed early, that's all I got. I don't really have very good time management I'm skills. <laughs> I'm actually, I don't know how I managed to get half the things that I get done done. I watch a lot of Netflix. I check my Twitter constantly. Um, I'm, I'm kind of... I'm shit at time management. But you're getting it all done, though, still. Yeah. That's really <laughs> impressive. Yeah. I mean, I sort of, like, I try and just carve out time, chunks of time during the day where I'm going to be, like, super productive, and I put my blinders on, and I just do it, and then the rest of the time, I'm just like, oh, Twitter, <laughs> Instagram, Facebook, just do those ch three yeah, websites till I die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you think you're going to quit social media at some point? I would like to get off Facebook at some point. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to reduce. It's like, that's it's for sure. yeah, I think it's kind of <laughs> toxic. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> like but it's so <laughs> handy for organizing stuff. Oh, yeah. And promoting. And promoting. <laughs> yeah. That's my excuse is that I do art and I got to yeah. get it out there. So, you know. Yeah. Don't use Twitter, though. And I, I think I say it every other show. Mm. Haven't figured it out yet. One I, day. I like Twitter. <laughs> yeah, I do too. I just, Fun. I love complaining about <laughs> petty <laughs> bullshit and having other people be like, yeah, yeah, that does suck. Yeah, <laughs> and like having it just uh, validated. Val validates <laughs> yeah. your anger. I had this tweet the other day about like, uh, my neighbor keeps leaving her gigantic fucking scooter in the middle of our tiny, tiny little bike room i hope you're listening to this neighbor yeah you <laughs> suck um and she like left the alarm on on it so like every time i would take my bike out i'd like smash her scooter by accident and it would just set up this alarm anyway by accident i tweeted about it people sympathized with me and it felt real good <laughs> <laughs> love it that's that's what i gotta get into <laughs> all right um do you want to do you want to talk about a little bit um whether you make 
long-term plans one five year ten anything oh. like that i just love hearing ambitious goals it makes me excited oh oh really i mean i would i would love to have a big like continue oh, on yeah. with this mountain series and have mm. a have a show at a gallery in the states like gallery nucleus or spoke or rock mm. larue um and you already worked with them right I've worked with Spoke and Nucleus, yeah. So I need to email them and be like, yo, guys. I just have to pitch them on it and be like, hey, like this thing can do okay. You're not taking a total chance on mm -hmm. me. <laughs> so I'm hoping this show will be a bit of a proof of concept where I can be like, I sold a lot of prints. I sold some originals. Like, give mm -hmm. me a bigger thing. Mm -hmm. um, That's cool. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't really have a plan beyond just, like, keep making work and have it build on itself and kind mm -hmm. of snowball to a point where I can live off print sales and uh, sales of original work mm -hmm. and keep getting commissions, which are nice. Very cool. Yeah. Is, is that the actual test? You go. Oh, I don't really have a plan. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, be happy, I have, have dogs. Right? Yeah, yeah, well, in the next five years, I hope I have a dog. Nice. Um, what kind uh, of dog do you oh, want to get? Oh, I don't get? care any kind. <laughs> <laughs> Just give Something me one. with a tail and a nose, I don't care. <laughs> That's what you should do. We'll work, we do an event, we do an event for SPCA. They just give you a dog. Yeah. Yeah. yeah my Ooh. landlords would never know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think the ultimate goal for me, and I don't know when I would achieve this, but it would be to get good enough, well-recognized enough to be able to freelance a little bit more mm -hmm. and move out of Vancouver. As much as I love it here, I can't, Peace. I can't stay because <laughs> things are way too expensive, mm -hmm. but yeah. I, the island is my home Yeah, that's and right. I'll always want to go back there eventually. Mm -hmm. Move to Gold River. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> or or maybe even that's where the cult is starting if i'm like <laughs> yeah <right. laughs> if i'm really ambitious maybe try and start something in victoria because oh, it's so close yeah. it has tons of beautiful spaces that are a little bit more affordable than vancouver and to mm -hmm. maybe bring over an artist collective and, and start our own thing i yeah. don't know i don't know maybe that's a 20 year old i have no idea I think I believe you. Lofty, like, I believe that goals. you could do that. <laughs> a, a friend of mine told me a quote yesterday. Uh, Matt thinks. I, I'm going to try to get it right. It's something like people people overestimate what they can do in one year and underestimate what they can do in 10. Mm. Mm. So, uh, yeah. And uh, I thought it was a really interesting one because the, I imagine my guess is the logic there is that be because you, I mean, you only live so many decades so to reflect back on it and know what can be done in 10 years feel you don't really know what that is like mm, yeah. well one year can probably be very ambitious but just saying maybe five yeah. years you can have your own studio right there and i'll visit five your years. dogs too yeah dog friendly <laughs> totally dog friendly bring awesome. them all <laughs> uh is there uh, well i guess we didn't even chat on that i was going to ask you what your ideal lifestyle is but clearly yeah. that, that's uh that's garden. it a yeah. garden with oh dogs yeah. yeah my own place that i can paint the walls whatever i mm -hmm. want and not have to have a garage i want a garage so i can go in there and i don't know i feel stuff. like this city right. is so unaffordable everybody's goals are so simple they're just We're like i just people. want yeah. i just want a piece of <laughs> my own <Something>. yeah <laughs> a chunk of something that's yeah. mine <laughs> yeah yeah it's i very mean hard I, to attain that here it is yeah i know for me too same thing i just love a, a, a house um a little yard a dog a four-wheel drive vehicle <laughs> And I would like to go on lots of hikes mm -hmm. and just paint mountains and be able to live doing that. Mm -hmm. Everyone close your eyes and imagine. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, very cool. Uh, the gallery thing, what you mentioned about sending pieces, sorry, that just kind of got me thinking. Do you think um, along with your plans, the gallery work would be a pretty big part of it? Do you expect to see 
to be doing more shows? Yeah, I would love to do more shows. Um, this is like my first major solo show since 2011. Mm -hmm. uh, my last one was called Menagerie. Mm -hmm. And it was like this series of like uh, geometric animals. Mm -hmm. And it did really well. It did, it did pretty well. I think this basically almost every piece from the show sold. Wow. I sold a lot of prints. Mm -hmm. Um, and that was a nice little bump. I'm hoping, hoping to get something like that with this show as well. Mm -hmm. Nice. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, you never know what's going to come out of these. Like, it can lead to more work. It can lead to, you know, you, don't, you never know what it's going to lead to. I've mm -hmm. already gotten some contracts because of this oh, series, nice. just yeah. from the stuff that I've been posting on Instagram and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, so it's all about, I don't know, creating opportunities for yourself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Yeah. yeah. Tessa, do you think you'll do some? I don't know. Have you done art shows? Not really. Are you going to no. get into it? I don't know. I live in this weird world of visual development and character design that mm -hmm. doesn't really lend itself to, like, finished pieces of art. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'd, I'd like to. I, don't, I definitely don't have a broad enough portfolio to do that yet. Do you find yourself doing different art when you do traditional medium? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I wonder if that's... Yeah. I, and that is something that I've played around very briefly. Well... well my degree is in painting. Exactly. I used to do so large-scale painting, yeah. uh, but then transferred over to digital. And as a break for my eyes, I have been going back and kind of trying yeah, yeah, a little yeah. bit more with maybe some nice. markers or, or I love sculpting. That Sculpting's stuff really cool fun. that you posted. Oh, oh yeah, 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 I liked your little wiener dog sculpture. Yeah. Yeah. That was cool. Yeah. yeah, that was actually, yeah. Got to do more of that. I really enjoyed yeah. both of, both it of those. Just fun little things that I'm like, ah, I don't want to look at a screen. I don't want to play video games. I'll just muck around with this old plasticine that <laughs> smells bad. <laughs> Yeah. Can you, yeah, you know, can you do something to plasticine to make it to har make it harden? Uh, well, after I did the little wiener dog, I bought a bunch of Super Sculpey mm. and a bunch of tools, and it has <laughs> been sitting on my desk. <laughs> <laughs> the ambition, like oh yeah, we've all done that. Three months, <laughs> just <laughs> waiting for dusty to like Super Sculpey. Yeah, but you can you can bake that, and then actually, uh, I bought the stuff that you can sand as well. So oh, cool. Yeah, when I have more time after Art Breakers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. All right, let's uh, get through a couple of questions. I think our time ran out pretty quickly, uh, but I do want to throw a couple more. Uh, what's uh, what has been the recent cool art experience? Movies, books, art shows, or anything like that mm. that you should uh, you kind of advise or share? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like maybe Laura and I are both somewhat hermit-like. Yeah. yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't consume a lot of like pop culture beyond Netflix. I'm a monster. <laughs> uh, I finally got on the bandwagon and started watching that German murder show, Dark. It's great. Mm -hmm. Yeah? Yeah. Very scary? No. No? Okay. I mean, spooky. Yeah? Yeah. It looked pretty interesting. What about favorite artist or new discovery? New art discovery for yourself? Oh, there were a lot of um, wonderful discoveries that I made on Twitter with the hashtag visible women. Yeah. Okay. There were some beautiful beautiful work and I, I ended up following a, a ton of people and if anyone wants to find them they can my there i've reblogged them on my twitter feed okay yeah yeah visible women's awesome yeah. for for finding uh, good new artists mm -hmm. for sure and what what is the story for or what is the story behind the hashtag is there uh it's basically just like there's another hashtag going around that's um hashtag drawing while black and mm. it's all about like artists who are maybe underrepresented mm -hmm. in the industry mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um just trying to get a little bit of more eyes on their work. Mm -hmm. Cool. Yeah. That's you can it. make your own hashtags too. Yeah. Just, uh, Anyone can make yeah, a hashtag. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's welcome. I was listening to 99% um, Invisible. They have uh, uh, the one show about 
how hashtag came oh, to be. Yeah, Very okay. interesting. Oh, yeah. if I guess this counts as creative. Yeah. Uh, I started listening to a wonderful podcast called Bubble. Cool. Ooh, uh, Maximum Fun does it. Yeah. And it is probably the, the best... Uh, radio drama I've ever listened to. Like, you know how sometimes they're very cheesy and, and the acting isn't good and the voice acting is just bleh? Bubble is fantastic. So it's, like a, it's a storytelling? <laughs> yeah, it's a storytelling. It's episodic and um, actually, I don't know if it's episodic. It's an ongoing story mm-hmm. and the episodes are about half an hour to 45 minutes. It's oh, great. cool. I'm going to check that out. Oh, oh if we're talking about books, actually. Yeah. <laughs> this was a little while ago, but like, um, I read this book called Children of Time by Adrian Tchaikovsky mm-hmm. and it was just like, dope like hardcore sci-fi it had like generation shifts and like mm-hmm. sentient spiders and like <laughs> space madness and oh it was great yeah it was uh definitely read that book this is very Sweet. exciting yeah i feel like i'm actually getting <laughs> a lot of a, a lot of things that are going to take up a, a lot of time but i'll try to get into it if they're in audio form it's yeah. Uh, especially oh, I'm very sure useful. they have it on Audible. Yeah. My guess is that yeah, when you work, you listen to something. Yeah, something lots of back. podcasts mm-hmm, Ooh, yeah. for sure. All right. What uh, what advice would you give your younger self before you went to post secondary? Oh. Oh yeah. Uh, I was so insecure back then, like when I was first starting out, and I just like, I feel like I craved uh, a lot of validation from other artists, and I just like wish I could go back and tell myself to just like chill the fuck out, <laughs> and it's not important, and you're not gonna care what these people think in like two years. Like true artists. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's tough. We're all a little sensitive. Yeah, mm. we are. <laughs> oh man, if I if I tried to go back and tell myself, I wouldn't listen to myself because I was sure. such a little. That's shit. how it works. Yeah. Oh, I was so. I know everything. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna do it. I was very contrary, and I still am very contrary. You want me to do that? Well, I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> but I could say the thing I learned the most coming out of university, which having I would have had to have gone through the same experience in order to learn this, and it's to be okay with making garbage and to experiment a lot yeah just because you're not drawing anime all the time (laughs) doesn't mean you're gonna never be able to do it again if you try something else or you know something you're really good at Uh, be okay with experimenting because when you do that you find things that you never would have otherwise Mm -hmm. that are working really well with your style or that you enjoy and in the end you're always going to return to what you love and maybe the things that you thought were really important and you don't return to them, maybe they weren't important. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And so you're you're more rounded and and better for just experimenting and being okay with not making everything perfect and just starting. Like if you wait until something is perfect or you have the perfect idea or the perfect hand or the perfect skill, you're never gonna do anything. No. Yeah. It's so just, challenging. Yeah, just have like a sketchbook full of garbage yeah. that you don't show anybody. Oh, and you don't have to post everything that you mm-mm. do on Twitter or Instagram. Totally. Yeah, like, exactly. Exactly. Just fucking move your hand, see what happens. Yeah, make mistakes. And do if somebody's like, can I see your secret sketchbook? Just throw it in their face. Yeah. yeah. Don't you see it's labeled Slap garbage? Slap them with yeah. it and run away. <laughs> yeah, be okay with it. And then, and but yeah, also don't be grateful for them because, yeah. <laughs> you know, you, you got that one, you got that one bad drawing out. Maybe yeah. a couple more and you'll do a good one. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe they're your best ones and that's it. That's and the then, truth. Yeah. And then it becomes a public sketchbook. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, what you're talking about, trying different things, it's so challenging because I found that for a while, certain types of art I did felt like identity. So not doing it felt like letting go of basically mm-hmm. yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, what am I now if I don't do this thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And 
that also assumption, and it's partially true though, is that you're going to lose it pretty quick if you don't do it. But I don't know if that's actually true. I don't know true. if that's true, and yeah. I, I think that you really hold on to the things that are valuable to you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, you're gonna, yeah, like I said, you're going to return to what's important mm -hmm. and leave the baggage behind that wasn't. And I think that makes the strongest artists who are able to uh, live a little on the dangerous side and do something they wouldn't normally do. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, it, it's so low stakes just low to stakes. try something yeah, new. totally. Yeah. yeah. You don't have to commit to it, just try it. Maybe mm -hmm. you'll like it. If you don't, well, it's okay. Go back to what you were doing before. <laughs> that's some good advice. I think it's a good way, it's a good uh, time to leave it before we go into something dark and deep. <laughs> oh, <no. it> again. <laughs> Let's leave everyone happy yeah. and excited about art, yeah. <laughs> trying different things. All right, so do you want to do a little uh, shout out about Art Breakers and what people need to know? Um. Sure. It's uh, going to be great. Artbreakers Illustration Market takes place on September 22nd, 23rd. That's at Heritage Hall on Main Street. Mm -hmm. We're running on Saturday and Sunday. I think both days we're going 10 a.m. to 5 p.m., right? Uh, 10 a.m. to 6, oh. 6 p.m. Saturday and 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. on Sunday, I believe. Yes. So, yeah, yeah. Um, between any of those times. 10 to 6, 10 to 5, <laughs> Heritage Hall, 3102 Main Street, Vancouver. Yeah, come Don't say Don't forget, hi. it's going to be incredible. <laughs> and uh, come to my solo show on the yes. 13th Actually, at yeah, Kafka's. There you go, let's do that. So Kafka's, Main, and Broadway. Um, 8 to 11 p.m. It's a Thursday, so a Thursday. you have no excuses. It's not a Friday. Yeah. <laughs> let's go, let's do it. <laughs> uh, great, and then uh, let's see. So Tessa, Werville. Uh, yes, Werville. for now. For now? Okay. Werville. It's, Werville. Uh, someone I like asked it. me once I, why I had a, a pen name, and I I didn't have a good answer, but now it's like something I can shed but if I, I need to, you know? But the way they happen naturally is... Yeah. Keep your okay. wearable for your 20... <laughs> your, I'm sorry, your petty Twitter complaints. <laughs> yeah, I don't want people to like instantly recognize me, but if they dig deep enough, they can know who I am. When you're ready for that second identity, you can just make a yeah. new one, you know? <laughs> yeah. Under, like when you want to try a completely different style. Yes, mm -hmm. When exactly. your fine, art, fine artist career starts out, yeah. it's yeah. going to be something else. <laughs> okay, and uh, Laura Bifano Land... Yep, yeah. the Fanoland land on Twitter okay. and Instagram. All right, give me your websites and then we'll uh, wrap this thing up. Oh, sure. Yep. Uh, mine's www.tjreken, R-I-E-C-K-E-N.com. Mm -hmm. And mine is just www.lauraBifano.com, L-A-U-R-A-B-I-F-A-N-O. Awesome. Well, uh, thank you so much. Uh, thank you very Thanks, fun. Ilya. Yeah. This was great. This was fun. <laughs> <laughs> that was very fun. I'm glad we could uh, tell people more about our breakers. Yeah, I think yeah. what's going to happen before the event, uh, we're going to have a couple more people from the roster come through awesome. and talk about their art. So um, we, uh, if you're listening, I you have no excuse. You're going to have to be there. <laughs> we'll see you there. Come say hi. Yeah. Uh, maybe you'll get a free pin from me if you listen to the podca podcast. Ooh. I don't know. Maybe Ooh, something like yeah. that, you know. I'll know who you are. <laughs> I'll give you something free. <laughs> tell you what. That's right. Yeah. Well, uh, otherwise, yeah. I appreciate you all. Thank you very much. Thank uh, you. So uh, pay attention to the September 13th. Let's do that first um, uh, Thursday at Kafka's. Otherwise, uh, if you want to learn more about uh, Creative Theory Podcast, uh, Instagram, Facebook, uh, message me. If you're an artist, you want to chat more art. If you have someone in mind who should be here, who should I talk to, let me know. Uh, otherwise, thank you so much. Make some good art and... Uh, Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.